Welcome back to another episode of Your Best Year Starts Here, and this one's a little bit different. See, we had another scheduling challenge, and I want to apologize for that. But also, I've been talking to a number of my clients lately about reuse of content, remixing content, repurposing content, taking content that's been put out and putting it out again in a new way. And so I figured, actually, maybe we should do that. So this episode actually gives 10 clips, 10 kind of golden nuggets taken from the very first 10 episodes of Your Best Year Starts Here. So I hope you enjoy it and uh, let's get on with the show. Your best year. If you're going to start with one tip based on maybe, I don't know, the best year of your life, what would it be? In order to create your future, you've got to complete your past. I love it. You see, you're impressed with that one, aren't I you? I am, yeah. I didn't expect you to come out with such a nugget so quickly. The reason is because if you want to add value to your life, there's only so much you can have. And Steve Wright once said, if you had everything in your life, where would you put it? So you can't have everything. And, the, and if you want more, you've got to let some stuff go. So I always use the analogy that if you went shopping, you wouldn't take last week's shopping with you to the supermarket and add more shit on top. What you'd want to do is have a fresh bag and get stuff. Well, I don't know if you've heard me do my, my kind of bit of one of my keynotes that is about your ideal customer. But I have the belief that there are three types of customer, A, B, and C. Okay, now A is an avatar, as in an ideal client. It's the one you want more of, right? They spend good money with you. They, um, they're fun to work with. You know, everything about them is great. And if you could have that one client and replicate it loads and loads of times throughout your business, that's what you would do. Now, B stands for beware, as in either they're fun to work with, but they don't really spend any money, which means your business isn't going to survive, or they spend loads of money, but everyone in your office hates them. And so you're constantly dealing with frustrated staff and your know, upsets and they're basically more effort than their money is worth. Right? I'm worried now what the C word stands for. <laughs> well, it's funny because I normally get someone yell out, you know, what's the C then, Neil? <laughs> right? C just stands for see ya, as in like see you later, as in I do not want to deal with you. You know, if it's a beware, depending on the, if you're in, you know, if you're running a business or you're in a management role in a business, depending on where that business is, sometimes we do have to take clients that aren't quite the right fit just because of the age of the business and the fact that we need that level of work. And you could perhaps make them into an avatar Absolutely, you with the them. right training or with the right ground rules. Exactly. So that phrase that we teach people how to treat us, if you taught them well enough, they might progress to an A, but the seer clients need to be gone. Absolutely, yeah. You got, you got it in one. Just for the record, when you hear someone say, do you know who I am? I always remember hearing that announcer from the air travel controller going, we've got someone here who doesn't know who they are. Could anyone <laughs> help out? And it's that point that no one is more important than the flight. Weather has an issue. I use helicopters quite a lot. And Dave, my pilot will always say to me, if the weather doesn't look good, we're going down and we're going to land somewhere safe. And I always go, safety is priceless. Yeah. You know, time is valuable, but safety is priceless. So let's just organise what needs to be done. But you can only do that if you're okay with yourself. Absolutely. And too many people think the world owes them a living. It's about how we choose our clothes every day. Why don't we choose our emotions in the same way? 
you know, Ooh, I like that. Yes. I might need to write that one down. Might we might be nicking that one. I like that. We choose our clothes, but we don't choose our emotions. Absolutely. But we could, right? You know, you can open your wardrobe and go, okay, I'm going to wear this shirt today or this dress or whatever, right? You can pick what you're going to wear. You can pick the matching shoes and everything else. Well, if you know in advance some of the situations you're going into in that day, you know some of the people you're going to be dealing with, what, what tends to happen? People build things up in their head, and once again, I've mentioned this in a previous episode, quite often they'll picture like a worst case or a best case scenario as opposed to the real scenario. Yeah, as in, we'll be scared of, of meeting with someone and we'll picture all these things that are going to go wrong, and we're already preempting the negative emotions we expect to feel. And you know that phrase, that you know, the number one fear in the UK, and whether it's exactly true or not, but the number one fear in the UK is public speaking because we're scared we're going to die on stage. The only person who's ever died on stage is Tommy Cooper, and he died laughing. So if I'm going to go, trust me, I want to go that way. But it's really interesting. Could you say what's your number one goal? Like, that's going to be the challenge. And I have a real issue with that. So let's have our first fight of 2019. Because if you solely focus on one goal and you hit it, two words are going to come up instantly. What's next? So I have an issue with goal setting in the normal conventional style. I think you need to have some goals. I think you need to have what I call a vision. And I think you need to have a mission. And we'll explain that as the podcast goes. And it may even go into the next one because there's a lot to talk about here. But goals have a problem. Because most people set goals, they're not structured properly, and then too many people either fail because it isn't supportable, or worse, they hit the goal and they're disappointed because they've got to their journey and there's no bigger something. But Neil, your game by the next episode is to think about your personal mission statement. I can tell you it now. Cool, let's go for it. And I think it's actually, I think it's interesting because I think the way that we work well together is because actually they're quite similar because mine is about constantly empowering others okay as in i have this belief that and you talked about back in i think it was episode one about spelling enjoy enjoy i-n-j-o-y because about being enjoy right i actually think empower although my my whole thing is ceo because i'm trying to reposition what a ceo is right that is a huge mission to try and get every CEO on the planet to go, I'm not the boss, my job is to empower other people, right? But I think empower should be in power. As in the way you empower someone is you get them in power as themselves. So spell I-N-P-O-W-E-R exactly as that. against E-M. Exactly that. Because the whole point is to play to their strengths. Empowering someone is allowing them to be their authentic self and playing to that strength, not trying to mould them into what you want them to be. Now, what's really interesting, and you're going to like this, your mission statement is even cooler than mine because yours is literally three, four, five words. Three words, yep. Yeah, I couldn't count. We don't want realistic goals, which is what it used to have for. We want relevant goals. So relevant for me in my state right now, having had my clearance of health, is to really get my body in shape, is to be really fit and healthy. So it's relevant for me to look after my health. A number of years ago when I was at my healthiest ever, it wasn't relevant for me, so I didn't really take care of that. It was about having more fun in my life. But what's relevant for me right now is my health and fitness. The T is really key because it's about being trackable, not just by me, but by at least five other people, 
or if I really go big and I make a declaration to all the podcast listeners, I'm now going to be tracked by everyone who's listened to this because my target is £50 in four and a half months. And there's going to be a whole people going, that's too soon, it's too fast, and all the rest. I'm not disputing any of that, but that's my target. And maybe I stretch it to five months, but that's my goal. It's very specific. I'm I'm motivated because my son's getting married in August. It's attainable because I've been that way before and I have the suit ready. It's relevant and it can be tracked by everyone who's listening to this. I don't do the to-do list before I go to sleep. I do the, the what I would call a gratitude list, right, which is a, a little celebration of what's happened in that day. I do that every single day. I've been doing it for a number of years now. Um, I mentioned in the last episode I've got a you know specific notebook, specific pen. Fire hose, I remember. Yep. But all of that stuff, like super focused, is something I do, and no matter where I am, it travels with me, right? It's something I always, always do. Um, and actually, for me, part of that, you mentioned spirituality, you know, regardless of what people's beliefs are, part of that for me is a spiritual practice. You know, it's not just about writing words on a piece of paper, it's about feeling it. It's about being truly grateful for what's happened in that day. And there are days where the thing I'm grateful for is this reminds me of what a good day is supposed to look like because this wasn't one, you know? But actually, if it's been a bad day, I'll spend more time on it but, uh, because I want to get myself back into a good frame of mind before my head hits the pillow. But just remember, if you wake up with bad breath, at least you've got breath. Absolutely. If you decide on the what, the how will show up. All of a sudden, you're going to find a friend in America who's been desperate to run the Chicago Marathon or the Boston Marathon. They'll say, come and join us. And you'll think, is that strange that the universe is conspiring to help me, not against me? Yep. So the minute you create a vision, and what I suggest people do, and I've done a couple of them, is create what's called a vision board. You get a blank piece of paper, you go into all the magazines... And you start writing and you start creating a collage of different pictures. I've done a number of them over the years. And what's amazing is that I did my big course in 1997. So we're now 22 years later. I have achieved 90% of my vision board. Yep. But 20 years ago when I created it, I had no idea how I was going to achieve it. Yep. So there is a bit where you allow some flexibility on a bigger thing than just a goal, and then you allow a higher power to support you. Now, there'll be some people who don't agree in all this, but it is amazing when you have a goal and you share it, how people will support you. But the biggest issue is that 90% of people never share their goals with anybody, and then they wonder why they're not supported. Daddy, why is Nigel always calling you and him monkeys? <laughs> okay, so I now remember it because I've gone back into the room and I'm back being focused. So I wrote a book a long time ago called It's a Zoo Around Here. And what's baffling for people is that when we communicate to any audience, whether it's by podcast, whether it's live, whether it's over the phone, 75% of any audience you are talking to have a different modality of listening to the way we speak. So if you visualise a zoo and a zookeeper who is going around a zoo with buckets of food, the zookeeper doesn't feed all the animals the same food. And I was at Whipsnade Zoo doing a presentation, and I could see these 14 different buckets, and I couldn't see the writing on the other side of the bucket from the room that I was in, but they had different animals on the bucket, so the zookeeper knew which food to feed the animals. 
And as we do this podcast, the reason why we keep either explaining a bit more in detail or we go a bit rogue and we go into laughter or we don't finish the story or we go very specific is because the people who are listening to this podcast are different animals. And what a place to stop. <laughs>